0: Uh, It's the case of uh, Katie Cox, 31-year-old mother of two, uh, trying to have another child. And uh, that child, you know, there was talk about, obviously, she wanted to have an abortion. Trust me, 18, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, You know, basically, it's got another name here. Edwards syndrome uh, is another name for it. But, you know, they're talking about all pregnancies. Uh, We're talking about heart defects. Organ abnormalities, almost all pregnancies ending in a miscarriage or stillbirth, with two other children yet for her to raise, and and that's an issue going on in Texas right now because the Texas Attorney General said this doesn't qualify, uh, and the Texas Supreme Court said the same, and she couldn't have an abortion. She traveled to another state, which now in many states, including the one we live in, uh, the the Attorney General would demand that she know that. Uh, or he know that. Now, let's get to Chris Fox. He's covering this. He's the Bureau Chief at CBS Radio, which is based out of Austin, Texas. Uh, Chris, thank you for giving us some of your time. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. It's it's been an interesting case. It's it's interesting on several levels, one of which it it doesn't necessarily go after the uh, state's abortion bans. It it, it targets the exception to the ban, and the exception being uh, uh, life-threatening pregnancy um, and, and... that is uh, an entirely different case that the state Supreme Court is hearing where 21 women, 22 total plaintiffs, have filed suit in Texas to, to, uh, to basically ask for the exception to the, to the uh, abortion ban to be spelled out specifically because uh, doctors were fearing, A, they could lose their license, and B, they could go to jail – if they perform an illegal abortion in Texas, and and in this case, it would be um, the life of the mother is threatened. So doctors were waiting till death was imminent. In the case of of Kate Cox is slightly different, but it also goes after the exception. And it goes after the, uh, her life is not threatened, but her potential fertility going forward is. And so that's what made this one kind of interesting in lower court. Uh, Judge Maya Garrett-Gamble saying basically that this would be a, a shocking a, a miscarriage of justice if, if a restraining order wasn't put in place to allow her to get the abortion. As you said, then the state Supreme Court, the attorney general, chimed in and, and, and appealed that to the uh, directly to the state Supreme Court, who, uh, ironically, hours after uh, uh, Kate Cox left the state to get an abortion, uh, the state uh, Supreme Court then ruling, uh, that she didn't need to go to court. It, it also overturned the lower court decision, which would have allowed her to get the abortion. But at the same time, it was an interesting statement in in, in the uh, decision where the Supreme Court says nothing in this opinion prevents a physician from acting if in that physician's reasonable medical judgment she determines that Ms. Cox has a, quote, life-threatening physical condition that places her at risk of death. Or, and here's the interesting part, or, poses a serious risk of substantial impairment of a major bodily function unless the abortion is performed or induced. So basically the court's saying she didn't have to go to court. Um, it was up to her doctor to say whether or not uh, there was, in this case, enough serious risk of substantial impairment. And so it, it kind of makes it interesting and, and, and moot at the same time as she already left the state to get an abortion.
0: Obviously you mentioned uh, that the, the physicians themselves Feared what could happen to them, but why then did the attorney general bring uh, this argument? Why why did he challenge this to the the Supreme Court?
1: Well, they've made the uh, in court uh, in lower court. Um, the attorney general's office ha- has made the same argument uh, all the way through. Uh, basically, uh, 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 Jonathan Stone, the assistant attorney general, who argued the case in lower court, saying that uh, her doctor is permitted to perform an abortion on Miss Cox if she consults with a colleague at the hospital and they agree with her determination that Ms. Cox qualifies with that exception. All the, the two cases are basically asking is that the state um, in, in state law kind of explain the exception a bit more uh, than just saying life threatening physical condition. And so, uh, you know, the, the doctors are, I think it's vague, and they fear lawsuits. Now, you know, the, the Texas Alliance for life, one of the anti-abortion groups in Texas that have been lobbying so hard for the abortion ban in the state, even coming out and saying, uh, so far since uh, Roe v.ersus Wade has been overturned, there have been 44 uh, abortions in Texas, and uh, none of the doctors have been have been charged or, or gone after legally. And so uh, he, the, the attorney general's office kind of argued that this is more of a, a medical malpractice argument against your own doctor. Than it is a legal challenge to the exception in, in the abortion ban. So, what is if what that is, makes any sense at all?
0: <laughs> not, not to me, but uh, you know, that's uh, I, I've disagreed in many cases with those way state law has done all of this. I mean, why put exceptions in place if you're not going to allow those exceptions to be used in the case of a doctor saying a woman couldn't have another child uh, if the pregnancy went. Well, they're went saying
1: forward. they are allowing it. The, the state yeah. is saying no; they are allowing it. But uh, but what the doctors are saying, they're, they're petrified
0: of this. Well, right. I mean, they're saying that they are allowing it, but the 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 attorney general, who's the chief law enforcement officer of the state, is making the argument it's not allowed. That that suit, you know, that a case could be made, and so I think I would have to, if I was one of the physicians, go with that.
1: Yeah, the the, the state is arguing that the law is fine and that the problem lies with the understanding of the doctors. And, and, uh, and so it, it'll be interesting to see how they rule in the Zorowski case. And that's the one with the 20 women who were uh, doctors had to wait till death was imminent before uh, they could perform the procedure. Uh, that, that'll be interesting to see how they rule on that one as well, but we're not, we weren't expecting anything quickly. Uh, it's also kind of understanding the playing field. The Supreme court in Texas uh, in this case, they're all Republican and they're, and they're elected officials. And so a lot of people have argued that they will never rule against uh, the state's abortion ban because they'll never get reelected so, in, in a very Republican state. So that just kind of adds to the mix.
0: Sure. Chris Fox is our guest. He's the Austin Bureau chief at CBS Radio, uh, obviously based out of Austin, Texas. Uh, we're talking about Kate Cox. Now, Kate went to a different state. Uh, she had the procedure done. Uh what recourse is there for her? I mean, with the attorney general, you're saying that she wouldn't have even had to have spoke uh, to anyone that her doctor could have yeah, done. The court this. was
1: basically the state Supreme court was basically saying you, this. You didn't need to go to court for this. You, 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 as long as your doctor had, had reasonable medical judgment to back up, uh, performing the procedure, uh, everything would be fine. And, and, and like I said, Texas Alliance for life is saying, it's happened 44 times since Roe versus Wade has been overturned. And so I, I, it, I, it is I, interesting. They, they, they did, the Supreme Court did mention something in its ruling, saying that there, there, there might be a need for more clarification with doctors to explain it. And, and, and that's kind of what they're asking for.
0: I, I get that, Chris. I, I understand it. I'm just saying that the, the attorney general still made a case in his case— wasn't based upon, if I have the understanding, right, his case wasn't made upon, heck, go do it. I mean, his case was made upon, it didn't fit the criteria of what the state had for the exemption. And if I'm hearing you right, that seems to be, we seem to be in disagreement about that.
1: Yeah, it's two different kind of arguments. I say the uh, assistant attorney general argued in court, that the court filing said nothing about getting a second opinion. The court filing said nothing about. It. So, based on what they were looking at, uh, uh, this didn't need to go forward in the courts. And so, it's kind of like both sides are correct. Okay. Um, but the, the defendants, or the plaintiffs rather, made the argument that we did get a second opinion. Uh, And then the the attorney general's office said, why isn't it not in these court filings?
0: So there are other areas, my state included, where the attorney general in my state um, is making the argument that if a woman goes to another state for this medical procedure, that she then, that that state would have to report that to our state. And so is the Texas Texas attorney general making that case?
1: We're not there yet. OK, uh, Texas isn't there. There, there are uh, strides to try and make it illegal for anyone to leave the state to get an abortion in another state. Uh, but legislation uh, along those lines have, have not moved forward. Also, Texas uh, state legislature meets every other year uh, for 140 days. And so uh, nothing ever happens quickly along these lines here. <laughs> and in this most recent uh, uh, state legislature that was supposed to have ended in June, we've had four special session calls all to deal with other issues that were apparently larger than this.
0: So with what you described, HIPAA would have applied in this, or has HIPAA been talked about in this case?
1: I haven't heard HIPAA brought up in, in okay. it pertains to this. Uh, but so what, I, what's I, had, the, I have no idea. To...
0: What's the public sentiment in Texas? I know it's a conservative state, but what in, in once they hear the facts on what kate cox was going through she's got two kids to raise her doctors are telling her that that she potentially wouldn't be able to have another child uh you know they talked to her about the percentage of what this child is going to go through i mean d- did the public break her way or where where is the the public in texas it, it,
1: on this it is interesting uh it- the state is really divided, right down the middle, uh, red and blue, on, on on abortion, and and and, and uh, um, abortion as healthcare, and this kind of fell the exact same way. So if you felt on one side, and, and I, I I live in Austin, which it tends to be very very liberal, uh, one of the more liberal cities in Texas, and uh, you know it was a, a huge argument on her behalf, saying allow this woman to have the abortion to save her fertility and, and uh, yet uh, those on the other side uh, equally is, is is strong saying uh things like um you know the, the 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 life of this baby is is very important and if this life if this baby's life can be you know if there's a chance the baby will survive let's let's play it out so it it is literally fallen you're right down 50-50, it feels, uh, as it usually does with abortion-related issues in Texas.
0: So is she still willing to be somewhat out there in the public arena? To, because lost in all of this, you know, things happen through the courts and whatnot, but I've heard her speak, I've I've heard her do statements. There's a lot of courage here in a state like Texas to— to make an argument for your own individual rights and freedoms. Uh, Is she still willing to do this or the fact that she went to another state and had this uh, procedure done that now she's saying, look, get out of my life. I don't want to talk about this anymore.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting because we still don't know. We still don't know where she went. We still don't know when uh, she has had it or has not had it yet. Uh, We're told that that we believe she has had it. I think I've heard from sources. Uh, But, yeah, it'll be interesting to – To see what what happens going forward, because I I think you're exactly right. Uh, The the sad part is this will all play out politically now. Yeah. And so now that it's become moot as it pertains to her fertility and her life um, and the life of the child, of the fetus, um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out politically. And yes, whether she will be somebody who is someone who who is a a speaker on this issue going forward, because – it's got to be a lot of pressure. Yeah. I mean, this, this, you know, I was talking to friends of mine saying, you know, uh, 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 it's difficult enough to make the decision to have to do this. And now having to do it on a national stage, it, it, it makes it uh, team times more pressure yeah well <laughs> you know, the, we things uh, play that on national tv and national radio
0: yeah most uh most uh, radio stations as you know have tvs up in them and since you and i have been talking it's been uh, the lead story on a number of networks here so uh chris great job covering this i'm sure that isn't when you first got into it. media you you didn't know this is what you're going to be doing but uh i appreciate oh, you much. you taking the time
1: thank you very much i appreciate it